Today we're talking about how the city of Hamilton wants to give you $30,000 to put a rental unit in your basement. Welcome back everybody and thank you so much for joining me whether you are tuning in on YouTube or listening online. I'm super to have you joining me along this week because this topic is super interesting and who doesn't want free money from the city, right? But before we jump into that, I want to direct your attention to the description below. There you'll find a link that you can use to book a call with me at a time that is convenient for you. Let's move into this topic. So what exactly is this grant? Where did it come from? Uh, and what's it all about? So the Ontario Priorities Housing Initiative is the sole reason behind this. And the aim is to provide more affordable housing for people while allowing people to generate income in their primary residences. Now, affordable housing is the key here because they are actually putting a cap on how much you can rent that unit for. As well, it's on a 15-year forgivable loan term, which we'll break down the details a little bit further. It has to be your primary residence and your only residence. So you can't own another property, you can't own other real estate, and you have to be occupying the property that you do this in. As well, the amount is, the well, the total amount they're advertising is $30,000, but the amount really is $25,000 given for the renovation costs. And there's an additional $5,000 there if you choose to go ahead and make the unit accessible. And by that, I mean wheelchair ramps, handrails, bathtub lifts, that sort of stuff. And uh, one thing to point out, at the time of this coming out, November 2022, the application is open and ongoing. So I don't know if it's going to be around and whenever you're watching this video, if you're watching it next year, but it's happening. It's open right now. And uh, that's it. Now, are you eligible for this program? Here are the eligibility requirements for it. Number one, the project must be completed on the homeowner's sole and primary residence. So if you own, like I said, multiple properties, you can't apply for this program. You have to be living in the property and uh, and occupying it. So really, it's just for somebody that's not really looking to be a big time investor, but somebody that wants to make a little bit of extra money out of their basement or garden suite. I keep saying basement. It could be garden suite too, but I'm just going to keep talking about basements because it's the most common. Number two, your mortgage and property taxes have to be paid up to date and you have to have insurance on the property that covers the total value of the home. Uh, the rent that you're charging for 15 years, like basically for 15 years, you have to charge the below market rent that is determined by the city. So we're going to get into that a little later on in the video, but keep that in mind. You have to be willing that what you're charging will be below market value. You can't just take the money, renovate it and rent it out to somebody else. Uh, as well with that, you can't do the renovation and then occupy it personally. So you can't get this new beautiful basement uh, with, you know, that you want to live in with two bedrooms, whatever, and rent your upstairs for more money. That is not an option. The city did mention they will be doing annual check-ins. So I guess you can get caught if you try to do that. As well, there is a income that you as the homeowner cannot exceed to qualify for this grant. That income is $92,500. So if you make $93,000, you're out of luck. You can't apply for this program. As well, the suite has to qualify, uh, not qualify, sorry, the has to meet Ontario building code. So you can't just go in there, slap some stuff around and say, give me my money. No, and there are inspections along the way. They're not just gonna give you this money willy nilly. It's a very monitored process, but you have to follow the Ontario building code. 
Now let's jump into some of the costs that are eligible for this $25,000. As mentioned, you can't just take this $25,000 and use it for whatever you want in the basement. The costs are very specific for what it costs. Number one, you can use the money towards labor costs. Now they do mention specifically, you can do the work yourself, but if you do the work yourself, you can't apply or use this money to pay for your own personal labor costs. Your labor is free. The city will not pay you for it. Uh, you, if you do use a contractor, you have to use a city approved contractor. So uncle Joe can't come over in his pickup truck and you guys start throwing drywall up and he sends in an invoice for, you know, 15 K labor. That's not a possibility as well. Uh, so just keep that in mind as well. It does cover all application fees, uh, building permit costs, legal fees, and architectural drawings, which is actually pretty sweet because those can get quite pricey. It will also cover any demolition costs. So if you have to demolish your current basement to make room for this legal secondary dwelling unit, it will cover that. Uh, and then there's that additional 5,000. So $25,000 goes towards all that, but there's an additional 5,000 that goes towards specifically making the unit accessible and that like as mentioned wheelchair ramps uh, handrails around the bathtubs or if you're doing a tub lift that sort of thing that five thousand dollars will go towards that and uh, finally they did put a little note in there that you can apply for anything uh, like additional costs to be included that aren't mentioned here and the service manager may approve it if it seems reasonable i tried picking my brain to think of what an example would be that wouldn't be covered in those costs couldn't come up with anything but drop a comment below because uh, i'd love to hear if you guys are thinking of stuff that i'm not thinking of right now and now you want to rent it to a tenant as we mentioned it has to be affordable housing so what are the requirements for the tenant? So the city has strict requirements of who you can rent it to. You can't just do this renovation and then go willing to like just throw whoever you want in there. You have to specifically pick a tenant and you have to charge a certain rent. So the rents are, I'm going to pop them up on the screen so you have the visual too, but the rents are a bachelor, $914 a month, a one bedroom, $1,095 a month, a two bedroom, $1,270 a month, and a three bedroom, $1,497 a month. So you cannot exceed those monthly rents. So they are way below market value, like the one bedroom at you know, essentially 1100 a month. The average rent in Hamilton for a one bedroom is 1700 a month. We're talking about a $600 a month disparity there. Um, so that's something to consider as well. And of course there is a cap on how much the tenant can earn annually, how much the household income is. And that household income number is 62,500. So you can't exceed that with your tenants. So it has to be somebody making less than that income. And then you can't exceed those rents that you're going to charge them as well. The tenant cannot own a property in Canada uh, and they have to have Canadian status. Now these numbers will be updated every year to sort of reflect and, you know, in line with the average market rents. However, if you do this project, you will make the application, you move forward with the grant. Uh, you are allowed to do regular annual increases that you would with any other rental property, like, you know, sort of like under the residential tenancies act, how that goes. So, uh, those are just some of the restrictions and requirements. If you are looking to rent it out. And finally, let's jump to my thoughts because I know you can't wait to hear them, but, uh, there is a lot to pick apart in this. I'm not going to try to go too long and ramble about it, but number one, it's a 15 year term. So in these 15 years, you have to continue to rent at the below market value rent. You have to commit to this for 15 years. Uh, number two, you have to occupy that house yourself for 15 years. So you can't 
move and rent that other unit out. Like I said, the city will be doing annual check-ins. So more likely than not, you will get caught if you try to get away with this. Uh, number three, you can't buy other real estate for 15 years. So you've basically for 15 years, in order to not have to pay back any part of this loan, you're committing to living in it, not buying other real estate and getting low below market value rent for your house. So, I mean, that doesn't sound great to me. Maybe it sounds great to you if you're planning uh, to do all those things. As well, uh, as well, I wanna talk about the $25,000. So I'm gonna talk about the 25, not 30, because I'm gonna go ahead and assume you're not gonna make it accessible. Um, because $5,000 would be nowhere near enough to actually make a unit accessible. But if you do the $25,000, I have friends that have done this legal secondary dwelling unit. I have Matthew on my team that's actually just going through the process right now. I've personally had quotes on it. Roughly $80,000 is what's needed to do a proper legal secondary dwelling unit to Ontario building code, fire code, and all that stuff. Uh, so $25,000 is not that much. I mean, it helps cover a good portion of it, but you're not really gaining much. And here's why I just want to talk quickly about that math is if you have to rent it for 1100 years, say you put a one bedroom down there, it costs you $80,000. The government gives you $25,000. So, okay, you're 55,000 out of your pocket. If you're only collecting 1100 a month, it takes about 4.2 years to get your money back, that $55,000 back. If you don't go through this program, and you spend $80,000, it takes you 3.9 years to get your 80,000 back. So you get your money back quicker if you don't use this program. But on top of that, you're, you know, we're talking about what, four years. So after that four year mark, um, you know, you're pretty much, if you just spent the 80,000, you can do whatever you want during those four years and after those four years. But after the four years, you've made your money back on this rental unit and you've gone through the program, you're still stuck for the other 12, what is it? Yeah, 12 years to, or sorry, 11 years to go through this, uh, the rest of this program. So you have to do below market rent for that 11 years. So just in his example, like that's a $600 a month difference. So every year after the four year mark, you're making an additional 7,200 a year. If you're going with market rents, $7,200 a year is a lot. That's a vacation. That's a tuition. Um, it's an upgrade in your house. Like, you know, if you're, if you have to be there for 15 years, you know, what goes in 15 years, furnaces go in 15 years, air conditions, roofs, you think an extra $7,200 a year isn't going to help you with those costs. If you're living in that house for 15 years. And I mean, we're talking over an 11 year span, it's about $80,000. So it's big difference to either use this program or not use this program as well. Um, I think the incomes that they're using for the people that can qualify for it aren't super realistic because you are essentially, you're only making $30,000 more a year than the person that you're providing the home for, but they expect you to go through the process and spend all of this money to do the renovation, to provide that housing. For some reason, it just doesn't seem realistic to me, but I don't know, maybe you're in that $90,000 a year household income and you think this is a great option uh, and you choose to go that road, which, you know, I kind of hope somebody does because I would love to hear the story, like somebody I know or somebody watching this, let me know if you're going through the process or trying to go through it. Like, I really want to know if this works out for people and how it goes, how easy it is, what, you know, what the wait times are like. I do know once you're approved for it, you have to do the construction in six months. So if somebody applies now, you know, we'll have something up and running mid next year, but I'm very curious. So let me know what you guys think about this program. As always, things in the city of Hamilton are always 
you know, you wonder why they're doing it, but maybe somebody will take advantage of it. And it is a fantastic program. They're not really promoting it anywhere. So I want to make this video to kind of put it out there and hopefully get you to dive in and take a crack at it. But anyways, thanks again so much for tuning in this week. I really appreciate, appreciate each and every one of you that watches these videos, likes, comments, subscribes, keep the love coming. I'll talk to you again next week.